Hey everyone, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Today, it is the 10th of November, 2022, and on today's show, we take a look at how basketball could be the big decider in terms of conference realignment, and if the Big 12 does expand, will it need a third television partner? We'll explain what we mean, what we mean by that on today's show. You are Locked On Big 12. Your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Please do. It's helping us uh, grow this thing. We're approaching 2,600 subscribers right now. So help us out. Give us a subscription. Toss these videos some likes and also let us know what you think. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at LOBig12. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. And last but not least, today's show is brought to you by Upside. More on them in a little bit. But, uh, you know, yesterday I had mentioned this article from Dennis Dodd that came out on Tuesday. I did not dive as far into it, uh, you know, as, as I fully wanted to. And I wanted to circle back today. On Thursdays, we like to do some big picture conference realignment, Big 12 television deal, Pac-12 television deal related things. Then we have a football Friday where we preview the shows or preview the games rather. So today's show, I wanted to kind of take a deep dive into what Dennis wrote on Tuesday. He said, PAC 12 should be concerned about visibility, not value compared to the big 12 as new media rights deals near. So he really talks about, you know, the big 12 inking that deal. Once again, six year television deal for the big 12, with Fox and ESPN that kicks in in 2025, runs through 2020, uh, 2031. It is worth roughly $2.3 billion. It's around $380 million a year, and it's going to pay out the schools 31.66, repeating 31.7, if you want to round up, million dollars per year. The other part of that deal that we have mentioned, we'll get into more, is the pro rata where if the Big 12 were to add another Power 5 team, they would get a uh, ESPN would pay their share to that team as they would pay TCU, right? So if TCU is worth $31.6 billion or million dollars to them, uh, you know, and they are paying right now, ESPN is paying 63% of the contract. They will pay 63% of that money to a new team. Fox did not agree to do that. And that is where a lot of this conversation will happen. First of all, though, it sounds like the Pac-12, you know, from our friend Andrew Marchand and also uh, from just kind of various reports, Dennis as well, it sounds like ESPN and Amazon are your two front runners as it stands right now to get the Pac-12 television deal, right? That's kind of what we're hearing right now. And Fox was interested before, maybe the Big 12, uh, having them come over kind of satisfies that desire for them. And the big question that, you know, Dennis Dodd's asking here is visibility. Is it worth it for the Pac-12? You know, they get more money. Sure, maybe. We don't even know that. We probably think they're going to be in the same neighborhood, but, it's, you know, they might get more money. But what you're sacrificing is you're putting your product on Amazon. There is no, you know, ESPN Plus games happen in the Big 12. Sure, and it looks like they'll continue to happen. But even after that, there is... ESPN, ESPN2, ABC, ESPNU, all those places that the games can be put. There is no Amazon, you know, Amazon on on the on the uh, the channel. There's no 570 is Amazon on your remote. 
Same thing for Fox and FS1 and FS2. Those are all on cable, right? Linear television, as we call it. The Pac-12, you might get more money, but the conversation is around visibility, right? That's number one in this. And for them, you know, with that, you look at the, the numbers that Amazon's putting up for Thursday night football. They're very good. We have to admit that. But that's not, that's not going to be Pac-12. That's not what Colorado, Arizona State's going to do. And Amazon does not want second tier rights. So it sounds like ESPN and Amazon are going to have to split this thing down the middle in terms of like a 1A, 1B package, right? That's kind of the way it sounds like it's going to have to go because I don't think Amazon just wants the remnants of what's happening there. So that's something to watch. It's number one. Number two, I think Dennis pointed this out. Let's talk about the value of basketball, the value of Big 12 basketball. And Dennis says this explicitly in his article. And I think it goes to a bigger point that we're seeing here. If a deal with ESPN and a streaming giant like Amazon is reached, the Pac-12 would likely be able to command a sum approximate to the Big 12's base figure. The Pac-12's all in total, including the CFP, bowl games, and the NCAA tournament payouts, wouldn't be as large, mostly because the value of Pac-12 basketball, his words once again right here, pales in comparison, pales in comparison to that of the Big 12. You know, we talked about with Fox, and that Sports Business Journal article explaining why Fox came on board with the Big 12. And in that article specifically listed was how competitive of a league the Big 12 is in football. The fact that Baylor and Oklahoma State last year rose the top. Think about Iowa State's rise to the top, right? And this is for the sake of argument here. I mean, uh, OU played a lot in the championship game, but their opponent changed a lot. Once again, Baylor came up, Texas came up. I know Texas going to the SEC, but the point is the changing. And this year we've got Texas, who was not in the, the fight last year. Texas, Kansas State, not in the fight last year. TCU, not in the fight last year. Baylor, who was in the fight last year, but you're seeing the vari- the variation, the differences, the, com- the competition Kansas is now up as well. You know, that was college game day. That was a big FS1 game at noon. Uh, and, you know, these are these of these big 12 games have been their night games. Now, not on Big Fox. And obviously, because of the baseball happening, they have not been able to be on Big Fox all the time. Right. But still, those FS1 big time night games have been there. And that competition level is kind of what put Fox over the top and saying, we want to do business. Well, this is not apples to apples because we're talking about a direct money, non-television thing. But what Dennis believes will set the Big 12 over the top against the Pac-12 when it's all said and done in terms of monies distributed is the basketball, is the fact that basketball at 20% of the revenue is more valuable. And also when it comes to NCAA tournament distributions, Big 12 basketball is just better. We've talked about the ver- the variety of national champions, Kansas, and then Baylor, and then o- uh, Texas Tech just seconds away from winning a title and the depth of the league, how many teams they can send, right? Uh, to the NCAA tournament. It feels like right now, all 10 teams, you know, this season, if they made the NCAA tournament, uh, you would not be shocked. 
doing the lawn, the, the, the lawn work right now. It's on my window, of course, while I'm recording. But you understand what we're doing there. I mean, Iowa State last year, right? I mean, they make it to the NCAA tournament. What was it? Sweet 16. And guys want to play in this league. You know, guys want to be in this league. You see a lot of guys transfer within the league because they want to be in this league. And you understand how challenging it is. You know, we even heard Bob Huggins made the comment about Gonzaga. Hey, like they'd love to, you know, the, they'd wake up in this league. Like there is going to be a massive adjustment for BYU, for Cincinnati, and for UCF when it comes to basketball in this league. It's not going to be a seamless transition for them because of how good this league is and how many teams they put in the tournament. I think Houston's the one that they like to get down and dirty at Houston, man. They play a rough and tumble style of basketball. Not always the prettiest, but they get the job done. They beat up some good teams too. Term, you saw what they did to Syracuse a couple years ago. Oh boy, if you're not minding your P's and Q's, Houston will uh they'll do the damn thing to you. And I think that's a team that probably has a, a good chance of transitioning very well. But it's another top team that the Big 12 will be getting in here. And we talked about it once again. That's setting the Big 12 over the Pac 12 in terms of uh, you know, the Big 12 competition in football, set it over the top for the Big 12 uh for, for Fox. And also remember, they got a piece of basketball too. Fox will be showing Big 12 basketball games. And Big 12 basketball is going to set, it sounds like, set the Big 12 over the top in terms of monies distributed to them compared to the Pac, excuse me, compared to the Pac 12 because of the uh, how, how good it is, how deep it is, how many tournament teams they have, how far those teams go in the tournament. That stuff all affects revenue distribution in this conversation. And then it kind of bleeds over into, okay, what if an Arizona, an Arizona State, a Colorado, a Utah saw that? What if they saw that and said, hmm, that might be what we want because the basketball sets it over the top money-wise long-term? I'll explain more on this in one second, but first, a quick word from our sponsors. Today's Locked On Big 12 podcast is brought to you guys by Upside. Upside's the best place to save money, guys. Easy app. You guys can download it to get started. Download the Upside app. Use the promo code LOCKED and you'll get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. You can claim an offer by going to Upside and checking in at whatever business you're at, groceries, gas, all of those things. Pay as usual with a debit or credit card and get paid. In comparison to credit rewards or loyalty programs, you'll make three times as much. Once again, download the free Upside app. Use the promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, to get $5 more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back at Upside with the promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D. All right, so could the Big 12 add a third TV partner? And here's what I mean here. This is interesting what we read from Dennis Dodd. So we mentioned that pro rata, right? That pro rata applies to Power 5 teams. And folks, I want to make this very, very clear. The Big 12 right now has got to be looking to add Power 5 teams. I, I, from all the reporting I've heard, the only thing that's non-Power 5 they want to potentially add would be Gonzaga Hoops. That's the only thing we've heard. I've heard nothing about SMU or Tulane or Army or Navy. And some of you have said, hey, well, what could just pay them a lesser portion and add them in? Yeah, but does that make you stronger the next time around? Like, does that really make the conference any stronger if you take them and you distribute less revenue to them? Are you helping this league out, right? They're trying to make moves to help the league. And what they need, number one overall, is all four television time slots when it comes to football. Brett Yormark has mentioned, uh, you know, as much 
kind of right now. And Gonzaga will give them that for basketball, but also strengthen their league overall, going and taking a team also in the Pac-12's backyard. Furthermore here on this, right, with the pro rata, ESPN has said that they are willing to pay out their portion if the Big 12 were to add another Power 5 team, Power 5, Big 12, Big 10, Pac-12, Pac-10, ACC and SEC. And you don't think ACCs are leaving? You don't think the Big Tens are leaving? We know the Big Tens are leaving. We know the SECs aren't leaving, right? That really just means Pac-12. ESPN's willing to pay their portion, 63%. Dennis Dodd said that roughly comes out to $20 million per team. The next thing you need to do is convince Fox, hey, can you, two things. Number one, Fox, will you chip in? And will you, if we add a team, pay you know, if to make it 31.6 per team, they'd have to pay roughly $12 million per team, 11 to $12 million per team, somewhere in that range, right? Uh, maybe you say, all right, just pay $7 million per team, right? And we'll cut you a little bit of a deal or five or six, whatever it is. And we'll make up the rest of it. You know, we'll all kind of share revenue a bit more. We'll all take a little bit less money. If that means we can poach four pack 12 teams, destabilize that league. And then the next time around we do a television contract, there's a 16 pack 12 that's added some other crappy teams or there's no pack 12. And we're the ones offering the late night spots. We poached, we have to offer it. You all don't have it anymore. ESPN, Fox, NBC, CBS. If you want to be involved in late night, all four window power five football. Sure. The big 10 offers that, but we can offer it to you every single week. Are we playing every single UCLA and USC uh, game late at night, 10 o'clock. I don't think we're doing all those for their home games, right? I don't think that's the way that this is going to work. That's the way you could do this. Or, or the way it's explained here, and I'll read this to you all. If Fox declines to do this, the Big 12 could go get a third television partner involved. And I'll read you all this paragraph. If the Big 12 expands, the new teams would get 63% of the pro rata revenue, approximately 20 million. That's ESPN. Should Fox not approve of the expansion, the Big 12 would retain the right to shop those added games to other media partners. Still, those added games wouldn't be available for a new partner until after Fox has made all of its picks. So what they're saying here basically is, if Fox is saying, nah, we're not going to pay up, we're not, you know, we're not going to uh, give you guys the amount of money that you want, what would happen is the Big 12 could get another television partner involved. They could get an NBC. They could get a CBS. They could get a, uh, you know, whoever else you want to mention, um, you know, involved in television. They could get a Turner. They could all become involved in this conversation and they could, you know, get some of these games. The problem is, is that it would not change the order of how these games are selected. If you guys have read what's happening, ESPN gets 12 of the top 20 picks uh, of the Big 12 games, right? And I think Fox is going to end up showing 26 overall. Even if they added a new television partner and they're interested in you know these, these games, there's no guarantee they would get Utah versus Arizona, Utah versus Baylor, you know, whatever else is, you know, you want to think about Arizona state versus Texas tech. There's no guarantee they would get them because they would have to wait for Fox to get those games. So in this situation, Fox would still have the benefit of these new schools coming on. There's more variety for them to pick from. 
and they wouldn't really have to pay anything for it. They wouldn't be paying anything extra for it, right? They're still paying out their portion on a year-to-year basis, but they're not paying anything extra all the way for these games to make this thing happen. So that is the one way in which the Big 12 would have to add a third television partner. The big question is then, would it be worth it? Would it would it financially make sense for a CBS, a Paramount, a Turner, whatever it is to come in? And also, you're right now, you're on linear, you have that advantage. I don't think a streamer comes in and makes it worth your while to do so, right? So there is, the whole point of this exercise to mention, because I really hadn't thought of it, there is an avenue for a third TV partner to be here. But to me, that sounds unlikely as it sits right now. Now, when it comes to the actual expansion, you know, kind of circling back to the, the basketball part of things, I really do think, and I know there are some schools out there from what I've heard, I really do think there are schools out there that are in the Pac-12 that have legitimate interest in coming to the Big 12. For a fact, uh, you know, I, I've heard that there is interest, right? But it's a matter of getting more than one of them together, getting them all on the same page and getting them to make and commit to that move. And, you know, a lot of these athletic directors, we've mentioned this before, but we'll say it again, they do have some, they are right to be short-term concerned. If you're Kansas State, do you want to have less money in the short term? Because we have to make sure that everybody's, you know, right now you're promised 31.6. Well, if Fox is not going to pay their portion, if you add another team, then you're in some trouble uh, because you're going to have less, less money to use if you added a new team, because you have to make sure everybody gets that distribution, right? It's on Kansas state and Texas tech and Oklahoma state to make sure everybody's at the same playing field, unless obviously Arizona and those schools agree to take less money, which I don't think they would, right? They'd want to come in and get everybody, uh, you know, they'd be on the same page, be on the same level as the big 12 schools. Now, once again, I do think that basketball we had mentioned before, it could be a deciding factor because down the line, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado could buy into that Big 12 vision and say, hmm, we might make more money, you know, long-term off of this because, number one, the Big 12 is making more than us with all that stuff that they're paying out now. We'll see what the Big 12, the the Pac-12 television deal looks like, if that's the case, and how long it locks them in for and how much money the total payout is. But I would take a short-term loss that's, you know, five, six million dollars after revenue is distributed uh, if it's all told going to be more from the Pac-12 or the Big 12, rather, I would take that short-term loss for more security down the line because there is no guarantee in Pac-12 security right now. And there's no guarantee on that visibility front like we mentioned. There's no guarantee that people are going to see your games, that being on Amazon is helpful and that it's going to help build your program or grow your brands or help you in that in that way. I just don't see that happening. Um, and that's a huge concern for recruiting, for, you know, uh, you know how the, the brands will be valued in the next television deal. That's a massive concern. And that's why ESPN and Fox being committed to, ES, to, to the Big 12 is huge because, you know, all of Big 12's inventory at this point in time is going to be on the ESPN family of networks on linear cable. And look, at some point, it sounds like ESPN is going to go direct to consumer. But even if they do, you're fine because guess what? That's ESPN, still a massive brand that's helping you with tons of experience, more experience of streaming sports than Amazon has. So that is why you're compelled to kind of think that's a a better deal that the Big 12 has right now with being involved with linear television partners. Also, that's probably where the CFP is going to be on television. Don't you want to be involved with them there? 
you know, don't you want to be involved with, with those two uh, entities, Fox and ESPN, who are most likely going to have CFP games and you are probably going to be back on their network when the next television deal rolls around. That would be my hunch. A lot can change in that period of time. But I think, you know, when thinking about the basketball and thinking about where things are heading, the Big 12 short-term loss thing makes a lot more sense for long-term success if you can hurt the Pac-12, right? If you take a little bit less money, really damage that Pac-12, strengthen your position in 2020 and 2031, you've got all four time slots covered in terms of when games can be offered. Once again, I know that Arizona is not California, but still you can push games back and make those games then. So I think that is kind of where I'm coming from on all of this. And the fact that, you know, we're talking about the third television partner, but really the big thing is basketball is what's going to put push that total distribution over the top. And I think long-term could be something that we really look at, especially guys, especially if they expand the tournament, the NCAA tournament, you're going to be seeing more payout for big 12 schools because guess what? The big 12 schools, the ones that are still going to get in, like there's no guarantee that those think about every single year, how much the big 12 strength of schedule is valued by that NCAA tournament selection committee. They really care about that. So more big 12 basketball schools means more of a, you know, in the tournament means more of payout. And I would take the big 12 schools, the PAC 12 schools every single time. So uh, especially recently, I mean, the bubble big 12 schools are a bit stronger than bubble PAC 12 schools. A lot of the time, that's a league that puts what four or five teams in every single year. Big 12 is around seven or eight every single year. That's just the way this thing works right now. Um, so I think this is a huge talking point that we have to think about that visit, you know, what Arizona, Arizona state, Colorado, and Utah, the four that the big 12 really desired have to balance right now is visibility, long-term success and sustainability. And those factors and plus the bath, the extra basketball money, those factors combined together, I think to help make the big 12s case, do those schools want to go? No, I don't think they do. I think there is one big uh, PAC 12 school that is very eager to go. I'm not sure the rest of them are right now at this point in time, but we'll have to see how this stuff turns out. And uh, I still think the Big 12 is in play for some of these Pac-12 schools when you think about it from this angle. One more word from our sponsors before we get out of here. Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline and BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every pro and amateur league out there from football to basketball, from soccer to esports, we've got it all covered at BetOnline and BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those two at BetOnline as well. The fastest and easiest way to get your sports betting fix is BetOnline. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at LOBig12. You guys can find uh, me personally at Josh Neighbors underscore. Till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.